The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. This will likely be our last waiver wire week of the show. We are heading into week 15, so uh, waivers for the FFPC main event and most high stakes leagues are now done. Uh, and of course, you know, in your regular season leagues, I would imagine that we are probably going to continue to have some waiver wires. And uh, look, uh, if if there is demand for it, we will continue to do the show. But just um, looking at the waiver wire right now, it's already looking thin enough. I will say pretty much every single week, uh, it seems now that COVID is going to have just a gigantic impact on who is available and who is not. We have an outbreak in the Chiefs locker room. We have an outbreak in the Browns locker room. Uh, Alexander Madison has COVID. So, uh, you know, the Chargers are dealing with, uh, with COVID. So basically, I would tell all of you that uh, you just need to be very aware of the COVID situation. So as always, we're going to do running back, wide receiver, then quarterbacks and tight ends. Clearly the number one waiver wire ad at running back this week, it's going to be Rashad Penny. Uh, He gashed the Texans 137 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, He got 16 carries. Alex Collins got seven. DJ Dallas only got two. He also ran the most routes of any running back. Travis Homer and Adrian Peterson were out in that game, and I do think Peterson will probably be active, but we do know that Pete Carroll won. He does kind of like Rashad Penny. I mean, he's kept him for, uh, he's kept him for, uh, you know, quite some time, and I, I think that I'm in, in leagues where Penny is available, I am just going to be going all in. So if you have, you know, 37 bucks left or whatever, I think that, uh, I think that you just need to go ahead and spend that money because, Penny could actually be a league winner down the stretch. You know, the Seahawks run the ball a ton. They have, um, if I recall correctly, I think they have a fairly easy schedule on the way out. So they play at the Rams this week. That's not great. But then they uh, get to play home to the Bears, home to the Lions, and then in championship week, they're road to the Cardinals. So at least two really good matchups there um, against the Bears and the Lions. So he is number one. Um, I think the Chargers guys, Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly, are number two. I I think basically no way Austin Eckler plays with this ankle injury, and that's not what reports are saying. Reports are saying that uh, you know that he is expected to be fine, but um, yeah, I just I just do not buy that. So you know, I think. 50% or whatever of your remaining bid, I think you can spend on those guys. And I definitely prefer Jackson to Kelly. Jackson will run more routes, though we could see Kelly handle. Kelly could get some of that goal line work. But also, you know, Justin Jackson could just end up being the guy. Uh, Dearness Johnson, if he's out there in your leagues, Kareem Hunt injured his ankle. They do have COVID going through the locker room, but I think Dearness Johnson is going to be uh, that number two running back for the Browns. 
Royce Freeman carried the ball 11 times, the same amount as Rex Burkhead, and also had 10 little checkdowns. They played the Jaguars this week. I could see, you know, going in a little bit on Royce Freeman. You're not, you're not feeling very good about it, but he is out there. He is getting some stats. Uh, Devontae Booker needs to be picked up. Corey Clement uh, actually got more touches than Ezekiel Elliott last week. Tony Pollard, I think, is going to be out again. It seems like this foot injury, uh, this plantar fascia injury, is uh, it, it's not particularly great. So feeling like Clement can probably get 10, 15 touches here against the Giants. And if they get up, you know, if they're up 20 points or whatever, I think we will see Clement quite a bit with no Tony Pollard. Uh, Ty Johnson with Tevin Coleman uh, with uh, with that concussion. They did use a little bit of LaMichael Pirine last week, so if you're truly desperate, uh, maybe a little bit of LaMichael Pirine. Miles Sanders is still dealing with an ankle injury. So we have Boston Scott, we have Kenneth Gainwell, we have Jordan Howard, you know, all of those guys, whatever. Really, the, the running back position is it's going to be headlined by Penny, who definitely needs to be picked up. The Chargers guys who definitely need to be picked up. And the Dolphins are also dealing with COVID. Miles Gaskin, Savon Ahmed, and Philip Lindsay all have COVID right now. Patrick Laird is on the IR. Malcolm Brown is on the IR, though he is expected to be able to return to practice. So he might be active. So Malcolm Brown, Jared Dokes, Duke Johnson, all of those guys I think are are worth a couple bucks out there. But the headliners here, definitely the Chargers guys and Rashad Penny. Wide receivers, KJ Osborne got nine targets against the Steelers, only caught three of them. I think Thielen is going to continue to be out, so Osborne um, definitely does need to be owned in... um you know, most, most leagues and, and, and is, you know, I think pretty much a, uh, a, a like a wide receiver three Gabe Davis is going to be a jam this week. Emmanuel Sanders got hurt last week and he's already been ruled out of this next week. It was the most snaps he's played this year. Uh, it was the most targets he's got this year. We, I, and we just, you know, we want, uh, we want pieces of this bills offense. Devonte Parker came off the IR. He's probably hanging out there in some leagues. He gets the, uh, he gets the, Jets this week, so we we feel pretty good about that. Uh, Rashad Bateman finally looked great last week. First hundred yard game, super impressive jump ball that I think was was probably a touchdown. They do play the Packers this week, um, and and also Tyler Huntley could be the quarterback. But if Bateman has been hanging out there in your league, and he's only owned in about thirty percent of leagues, he would be a guy I I could potentially stash. Donovan Peoples-Jones, he might be the big beneficiary of Jarvis Landry and Austin Hooper, both being on the COVID-related IR. Um, you know, and then it, and then so the thing that I'm struggling with right now is I don't just want to I, I don't want to just give you guys a bunch of shitty names because one, if your team is is sitting here in the playoffs, your team is probably pretty good. And also it's very important to remember that your bench space in the playoffs is Really important to be using on high upside handcuff running backs. So like Nico Collins or Jalen Guyton or Josh Palmer, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, sure, those guys are all, you know, decent ads or whatever, but I would rather hold, uh, you know, Devontae Booker or uh, Corey Clement or Justin Jackson or or whatever, or, or you know, uh, just an IR guy, right? Chase Edmonds on the IR. I'd rather hold him than uh, than any of those guys. So that that is just a good strategy note as we get here to the playoffs. You know, pretty much all of your bench spots need to be concentrated on high upside handcuff running backs as opposed to, you know, your your Robbie Andersons, your Nico Collins. Now, that doesn't mean that 
when we get to Sunday morning and we're all sitting there and we're all trying to, you know, fill out our lineups because, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill pops up on the COVID list or Keenan Allen pops up on the COVID list, uh, then, you know, that the, the advice would change. And I, I guess the one note I would make here is if Mike Williams and or Keenan Allen miss again, I would make, um, Jay, or I would make Josh Palmer a much uh, a, a priority add because he looked really good. He led the Chargers in targets that week, and I, I I would consider him much higher upside than you know Amon Ross St. Brown and uh, and Alan Lazard. Moving to the tight end position now, Tyler Conklin had a really strong role last week. If he's out there in your league, uh, he had a really strong role in terms of snaps, not in terms of targets. Uh, I'm honestly trying to figure out what the Browns are going to do at the tight end position in their game because one, I mean, we do know the tight end position is very important in their offense, but Austin Hooper's on the COVID list. David Njoku's on the COVID list. Harrison Bryant has a high ankle sprain. So I guess that Miller Forrestall would be the guy. If you guys even remember him, he actually played at uh, he actually played at Alabama. He was active for uh, for the first time last week. I think he played about 15 snaps against the Ravens. I can check that real quick. He played 10 snaps, 15% of snaps. Austin Hoover played 100% of snaps, but um, they they just don't have anyone else. So if if you're in a tight end premium league, I, I, so he he's out there. Um, yeah, it just gets pretty thin though. Uh, Brevin Jordan does have uh, a bunch of touchdowns and the best targets per route run on the Texans. Nick Vanette is, is also sort of interesting. He was, um, Taysom Hill's favorite target in that game, uh, against the Jets. He was targeted six times, caught three of them for 44 yards, you know, whatever. Uh, Noah Fant did suffer a leg injury. He returned to the game, but if he missed any time, uh, we would pretty much be all in on uh, Alberto Kuibunum. So I do think he is probably a, a decent add for us this week. Uh, and then the tight, the quarterback position as we head into uh, the final weeks of the season. I mean, you're probably good at quarterback, but honestly, Taysom Hill might be better than whoever it else wh- whoever else it is that you have been starting because he has he just is such a phenomenal runner and uh, you know we know that those running stats are so important and that even in poor passing performances that uh, he's able to make up for it and also uh, I did love that uh, Alvin Kamara was telling him to go down on that final touchdown run and he told Alvin Kamara no I want my stats so that's uh that's definitely uh that's definitely the kind of guys that we uh that we want on our fantasy teams uh Tua has a really good matchup here against the Jets then he plays the Saints but Possibly most importantly, he plays the Titans in Week 17. That'll be a must-win game for the Dolphins against that uh, that poor defense. If you're really struggling at quarterback, uh, Jimmy G is out there. He gets to face Atlanta this week. I think he'll be you know 18, 19 uh, projected points. Also, it uh, it might finally be happening for our guy. Justin Fields, he had a solid 30% rush share in that game against the Packers. Uh, and it also, I, I uh, you know, I, I hate to be too complimentary of Matt Nagy, but I do think they have finally started to figure out a little bit um, what to do on offense with Justin Fields. You know, give him some easier reads, uh, get some guys, uh, you know, get some guys out there uh, running crossing routes, you know, kind of shorter, easier throws 
for uh, for Justin Fields, and I, I, you know, I just, I just thought that that was really strong. The rest of these guys, you know, Mac Jones, Cam Newton, I, I don't think that those guys have much of a place in uh, your your championship roster, so I'm going to leave them out. By and large, though, uh, you know, obviously, I will be around to, um, you know, answer any questions that you guys have on uh, on Twitter and and all of that stuff as the the COVID things go through, and of course, the projections will be updated on DailyRoto.com. I wish you good luck in your fantasy football playoffs, and uh, I will be back to talk to you guys doing the game by game preview tomorrow. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.